Hey, yo, what the f***? This is some pally right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. On the next episode of That's My Backup. Everybody on a mountain, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash a bird. 40 on the tech. Yeah, I make the nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black a nation. Hold on. And now, here are your pilots the informative Hanif Sowell and the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, Nassour Nuru. Yo. Yo. Listen. Hanif, 2021 has already turned out to be 2020. We could talk about Tracy Chapman winning $450,000 from Nicki Minaj off of publishing. We could talk about that. We could talk about that. We could talk about Newark Airport Customs seizing nearly nine pounds of mystery bush meat. I didn't even know what bush meat is. That is African rodent meat. So why the hell are you bringing honey badger meat to the States and trying to give us Ebola? We already got enough going on with COVID right now. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. But we start, but we start with the storming of the Capitol. What the f*** is going on, Hanif? The whites are whiting. Like, they literally, like, like we really are seeing white people storm the U.S. Capitol in today's time, 2021. They really ran up in the Capitol and tried to shut it down. And I think it's crazy. And like, like listen to what they're saying. Oh, I made it like a foot inside, and they pushed me out, and they maced me. What's your What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Oh, my God. Let's, let's, oh, it's like Woodstock all over again, man. Oh, my God. Yo, somebody tell Tennessee Karen to calm that the down, yo. Let's play it one more time. You want to play it one more time, honey? Sure. Why not? Let's do it. I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. <laughs> Yo. Yo, this is crazy. So, like, it's it's a level of caucasity that tells white people that this is okay. Right. And, and I don't know that everybody who's involved, who's involved, understands the repercussions of what they just did. You know what I'm saying? Like they went and show that there's a breach that you can go to the Capitol in large numbers and cause a ruckus and actually cause some damage. And what other structures are, you know, sacred that aren't as protected? Um, I think it's a little bit deeper than that, but you know, there's, there's going to be some ramifications that follow this. It's going to be crazy. So I'm going to assume Hanif that this is the way to get a free tour at Capitol Hill. Yeah, apparently. I mean, the, the, the dude, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. The dude was at the, wait, was it a dude or a woman that was where Nancy Pelosi usually be at? 
with the gavel and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was a guy. He he sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk. He wrote a note saying, we'll be back. He took mail from her desk. They took her laptop. Like, they really, like, think about this. Think about what sort of information she could potentially have had compromised, whose hands it could be in at this moment. Like, this she is- probably, this, She probably had a love letter to Chuck Schumer under, the, under her desk. It's, yeah, it's, 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 yo, it's serious, man. They, they bugged out with that. Oh my God. And then four people die. Started the first one was a young lady from California, you told me, right? She was from California. Yeah. And this is how a president, I don't even know. Like, what is what is the name of a crime where you committed murder, but you don't have anything to necessarily do with it, but you you are, you know, responsible for the murder because this is based on your um, you know, your upheaval. Right. So I think it's um, definitely conspiracy at play Um, and could be, I don't know if it's felony murder or, but if, if they determine that Donald Trump incited that riot, uh, there, there should be, and there possibly be repercussions where he ends up in jail. Okay. And America, we just want to say to you, that we know this was a bad thing, but please give us credit because we could have said the one thing that you know we are going to say. We could have said it. We're not going to say it. I'm going to say it right now, but just applaud us for not letting you know what is the truth. Because if it was 40,000 black people on that porch, okay, it would be a mass murder and nobody would have got in trouble for it. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here. Since Trump got banned from social media, will this be the last we see of him? Essentially, Donald Trump has been banned from every American social media network, from Twitter to Reddit to Pornhub. Like, there's no social media outlet that's going to allow him to speak. And and, and it's a sign of something bigger, right? Because Donald Trump essentially incited what happened at the Capitol on Wednesday. And people are finally recognizing his power base and what he can do. And they're trying to Monday morning quarterback and stop it. It's too late though at this point because all Donald Trump is going to do is he's going to partner with or create his own platform where he is still going to be able to talk to his people and get them to do what it is that he wants them to do. That was just like one of those like test runs to see like what what I could get off. And Donald Trump has been pushing that envelope for the last four years. And, and this time he literally was trying to stop Congress from certifying Joe Biden as the president. And he was he was successful for about 12 hours. Um, but it's like a it, it, it's a dictatorship move. He's trying to do a coup, but he doesn't have it well organized. But if he does get organized, like Donald Trump could potentially be a third party dangerous person in the United States, in my opinion. Before I play the before and after of Donald Trump, I just want to say he should be friends with these African national leaders because no one does military coup like our African presidents, all right? The African <laughs> militaries, they know how to do a military coup. 
Trump. You want to do a military coup? You should have went to Zimbabwe, my nigga. You would have made this happen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to give this man no flowers. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just, I, I, I want to be, even though this is a bad thing because everyone is saying this is insurrection. This is treason. Okay. You want to say that. This is all I'm going to say. You know, how would Democrats feel that time when Al Gore lost, even though he won the popular vote? What if 70 million upset white men and women with sweater vests and, and tight jeans in, in 2001 started storming the Capitol Hill and been like, no, nah, Gore's our president. Al Gore's our president. Come on, come on. I wish that would have happened. Really wish that would have happened. No one wanted George Bush in that seat that time. No one wanted that. Not even Republicans. They was like, yo, we really won that? Oh, we got it. We got him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the one thing about Trump, even though all this, like you said, he's not planning this well. This is not a planned operation. See, Ice Cube and Exhibit, they had it right. They blew up the side of Capitol Hill. They, they fucked everything up. They made sure this right. president wouldn't die. You know what I mean? But what you have is just normal people who are, you know, just upset, I guess, for whatever reason. I don't know. Just upset. Trump feeds them, feeds them a line. Like, like, all right, let's check it out. Here goes Trump feeding you a line before you get soup to go do some. And I'm talking to you, poor white people. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Now, that's that. That's before. That is before they start storming the Capitol. Okay. And then once... Uh, Van Jones and other people on CNN said this guy is committing treason and this guy needs to go away right now. And Mike Pence is like, oh, nah, this is not my man's like that. I don't even know why he did that. He turns around and do this. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. He found out that he could have actually went to jail. He was like, oh, nah, 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 nah. We can't do that. So, so he's still doing a dog whistle. 
You know what I'm saying? He's still doing the dog whistle by saying, you know, they took the election from us and we see how they move in and this, that, and the third. But like you said, he's also aware that there's some very real implications here because he went so far to put, he, he lost support from his own vice president. He lost support from all the major Republicans. So now what you have is what can potentially happen is Donald Trump gets impeached. Once they do the impeachment, he loses all of the privileges of being a former president, which is his, uh, his briefings, his uh, secret service detail, and he's susceptible to criminal prosecution. So now that all these people got, they were really scared, like, yo, they could, potentially harm us if if they would have got to where they saw nancy pelosi i I have no doubt that they would have did something to her if they would have saw mike pence i have no doubt that they would have tried to do something to him and these people are like whoa we got to stop this and like you said this this man has 75 million people who are on record as supporting him think about the other 25 30 million who just didn't show up to vote but they still you know share his views and his ideas so now the country or Congress and the new president, um, the new administration, they have to decide what to do with Trump. And my prediction is he'll probably end up in somebody's jail. Have you watched the new Fast and Furious, the Hobbs and Shaw? I did. I did. I saw it. OK, so Rock and Jason Statham, they had to go all the way to Samoa, right? To go get a bunch of people, to go get a bunch of technology, to go fight Idris, right? Right. Think about that for a second, okay? So this is, the point I'm making is non-government people have money to do big time shit. Think about what we about to talk about next. And I'm not even trying to segue America, I'm just being real. 36 billion people, I mean 36 billion people, $36 billion have been took, all right? We're talking about improper payments. From fraud, all right? $36 billion. And America is scratching their head like, I can't believe they did this. This is the worst thing that happened in American history. If you can steal $36 billion from America, I mean, do you really have to be on on the government side of this Think about that for a second. This is like Star Wars, the time when Anakin Walker turned on Obi-Wan Kenobi. And even though he got, almost basically got killed in the process, lost his leg and one of his arms, in the process, he turned out to be Darth Vader. And they can't stop Darth Vader. It took him two movies to stop Darth Vader. America, you have cut this man's leg off. You have cut this... Oh, I'm sorry. America, you have cut this man's legs off. You have cut his arm off. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you haven't cut off his brain. If scammers stole 36 billion in unemployment benefits, why are we still working? I, the working man is a sucker. That's that's a famous line from the movie The Bronx Tale. So here you have the pandemic, everybody stressing over money, we waiting on stimulus checks, and Congress throws a bunch of money into the economy, right? And this is where I kind of Feel the Republicans a little bit because you just made all of this money available. There's so much pressure to get it out, get it out, get it out that you're not doing your normal checks and balances. And the people who are savvy enough saw it and took advantage of it. And they walked away with $36 billion. Where that money is going into the economy, who knows? You know what I'm saying? It might be the reason why Bitcoin is at 40,000 a share right now. Um, But people 
took advantage of that opportunity. And the, 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 the scary part of it is that it could be non-Americans who took that money and, and was going to use it against us. I'm going to just go ahead and say that all the people that got this $36, million, $36 billion in unemployment fraud, they were the ones that stormed the Capitol. Who the f*** else has the time? Who else has the time to just go ahead and just do some illegal on a Wednesday? I'm just saying, who has the time to do it? I'm going to just wake up today. I'm from Tennessee. Hey, Hanif, what's going on? I'm chilling. Nothing. Yo, what you about to do? Hey, man, you know what? I, I ain't got to do. I'm about to just take a quick flight to Washington, D.C. and just watch those Trump supporters. Up. That's crazy. Yeah. That is white privilege to another degree. And I'm not knocking white people. I'm pretty sure white people over here like, yo, that is some white privilege. Like, that is crazy. We talking about people, millions and millions of people in America have to work, period. Just That's just what you have to do. That is the most valuable resource in America right now, working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers weren't working, all right? And found some way to crack down doors, Cosplay Nancy Pelosi, cosplay Mike Pence, cosplay Sergeant of Arms. They even had some recon dude fly down through the rope like it was one of the movies and shit. I thought Jason Statham was going to hop out the helmet and beat people up and shit. <laughs> this shit was like, it was a beautiful disaster. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. If Dr. Dre and Kanye West are going through divorces, why should I get married? Let me get this right. Dr. Dre just gave up $2 million quick, like no problem. Like, listen, look here, Nicole. I talked to my lawyers. We're going to give you $2 million. You do got to use this money to pay your lawyers, but I'm going to give you an emergency $2 million, no problem. You know, just handle yourself. She like, I. Right, that's fine. I'm going to accept this, but I really want $5 million a, a, a month from you. And he's like, okay, this is why you have to pay the lawyers with the $2 million I'm going to give you. I'm pretty sure he's playing that up too to make sure he can say that to the judge. Like, yo, look, I'm hooking it up. But at the same time, I just had, you know, my, my mom, I had a brain aneurysm. I'm listening to beats hella loud. I need to just chill out. You know, I'm not working like I used to. I don't know about this $5 million, doc. I mean, hey, judge, your honor, she can get 300000 She can get 400000 But I don't know about this uh, $5 million. And then Kanye West, which is very, very interesting to me because... He has four kids with Kim Kardashian. Mm. Four kids in six years. And y'all already about to split? That's how you know they were both rich before. Because honestly, it's hard for me to even give up my wife if I had one kid. <laughs> like, I don't know about that because that's a lot of money on the line. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be about my money, but that's a lot of money on the line. Like, ain't that the same number of kids OJ had with? Or was it two? Whatever it was, it was four or two too many for OJ. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but you know what I'm talking about. But listen, I'm just saying, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I mean, this man has a monastery where only his kids go to this school. I don't know if he can afford that anymore. Well, Kanye's a billionaire, so I'm sure he could. Um, Dr. Dre, on the, on the other hand, I think there were greater uh, powers at play in the Dr. Dre situation because him and his wife is going through a messy divorce, right? So the new year comes, he has a brain aneurysm, 
she was asking for two million a month in spousal support. And while he was in the hospital, uh, some thugs tried to run in and, and burglarize his home. And then he ended up signing over a $2 million payment that is going to cover her until the next court date on his hospital bed. So what I think happened was she sent the spirits after him. She put a root on him and he got so scared that he was like, listen, take this bad juju off of me. I'll give you the two million and then we'll figure out something else later down the road. So that's your reach of the day, huh? I think that's what, what happened, yes. So, so your reach of the day is that she should knighted Dr. Dre? Yes, with using using um, using spiritual powers, yes. Okay, fine. And we, all, we already know that Kanye is already under a spell. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kim and Kim spent Christmas together. He bought her four Maybach Benz trucks mm. at 200000 a pop. I, I heard about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's still like very much family oriented. Um, as far as the divorce goes, I think that, you know, Kim Kardashian no longer wants to uh, appease Kanye's erratic behavior in public. And she wants to create this image of herself that's far removed from the Kim Kardashian we know. Because we think about when we met Kim, we met her through uh, we met her through every thing. black athlete and celebrity. Let's be honest. We met her through every black athlete and celebrity. That's what we met her through. But right. So you, you had the Ray J sex tape. You had the, the reality show. You had the Kim Kardashian who was this basically this tabloid personality. And she so gave now, one to the white. She gave one to the white. She gave, uh, you know, she put a ring on Chris Humphrey's finger. She did do that though. She did do that. So here you, so here you have... Her, now she's in law school. She's doing this initiative where she's trying to free people. Her image now becomes more refined and Kanye keeps her in the tabloid spectrum because Kanye is erratic in the shit that he says on Twitter. He has a meltdown. He starts saying all this type of crazy stuff and then she has to still play it calm and cool like, oh no, he just needs to take his meds. We're going we're gonna to rectify this. We're still you know, in love and family and this and that. And I don't think she no longer wants to do that because when she becomes Kim Kardashian West Esquire, she wants to have a clean image attached to herself. Clean. <laughs> clean. That's great, clean. Have you seen these infomercials where Khloe Kardashian is talking about, we need to heal. We need to heal people right now. Come join me. Have you seen this commercial? I know. I oh, you got to see this, man. Khloe Kardashian is out here playing Mother Teresa for something. I mean, okay, it may not be Mother Teresa, but definitely making herself seem as an advocate for a movement that is powerful and not reality showish, which is hilarious to me because this is the same woman. I don't even need a piece of paper for this, but let me just run down the list. Smarts, go ahead, put the beeps on. This is the same woman that has... James Harden, Tristan Thompson. Matter of fact, it started with Lamar Odom, then James Harden, then Tristan Thompson. Now she got a whole nother boo right now in the NBA, okay? This is who's leading your movement? Now, don't get me wrong, ladies. I'm not saying that she can't move the way she moves. She can move any way she wants to. Look at Scottie Pippen's wife, all right? You can move any way you want to. That is not my concern. I'm just saying, if you're moving like that, is it okay to tell me 
to give money to African children? That's all I'm saying. If you would like to be a guest on the late night flight, hit me in my Facebook DM at Hanif Sowell or email us at thelatenightflight at gmail.com. And now we have Hanif Sowell, the senior correspondent of the light skin delegation. Wait, what the f is that? Light skin delegation. <laughs> We, the light-skinned delegation slash coalition slash network, did not authorize Singer The Weeknd to turn into Jigsaw from the Saw movie series. He has taken his own lyrics, when I'm f***ed up, that's the real me, way too literal. We must remind all delegates that as we are in a dire fight to regain dominance, it is expressly prohibited for members to alter their appearance without express written consent from upper management, with the exception of our women getting Brazilian butt lifts or breast augmentation. It has also come to our attention that beard bonnets and velvet wave caps are becoming popular in men's self-care routine. While we do not reserve the right to tell our brothers how to groom, we do forbid the wearing of these things in public. Any one of our members caught taking selfies or posting with a bonnet will have their membership suspended for 30 days and fined $42. No further questions at this time. Push us through crowd. Is it time for Lauren Hill to finally give us a miseducation sequel? So the miseducation of Lauren Hill is arguably one of the greatest albums of all time, in my opinion. And with that being said, you have to ask yourself a few questions about it. Because I, every now and again, I go back and I listen to it and I hear it differently as I get older. And I'm not sure that I label that album the greatest album of all time because of where I was in the early 2000s when it came out and, you know, what my mind frame was at that time. So when I go back today and I listen to it, like I, <laughs> I did a lyrical breakdown of the X Factor. And essentially what the X Factor was, was Lauren Hill in a tryst with another gentleman who's in another relationship. And Lauren Hill is calling for this man to show up for her in a way that he's showing up for his wife. And she's heartbroken because that can't work. It was a sexual relationship. And that's the quintessential breakup song. When you listen to it and you're like, you know, who do I have to be to gain some reciprocity? Uh, you should probably be his wife. So, so um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> that album, you know, I think it should be encapsulated for what it is. Um, and I don't know that Lauren Hill has what it takes to make a, a viable sequel uh, that will resonate the same way that that first album did. So the best thing to do is basically never make it. Yeah, just leave, leave well enough alone. In wrestling, some people say that some matches are better not done and told as a, you know, what if, rather than to actually have it. There's probably right. more money in the theory rather than the actual reality of it. Definitely. The Miseducation album was so good. I mean, it was in itself, this woman was a one-woman band. She was SWV all in one. 
In Vogue, All in One, TLC, All in One. She could rap, she could sing, and her music, her she she does ballads. So her thing was, oh my God, it was a whole nother level of talent. Um, the fact that it didn't transcend that, I think that's the most hurtful thing, honestly. Just me as a, for, from an artist standpoint, man, that sucked, man. Because imagine what 10 years of Lauryn Hill would have looked like. The type of artist she would have collabed with. She was already ready to start doing music with Tupac. She did a joint with Nas that, that made Nas, like really turned Nas into a super rap star. Not just a rap star, like a super rap star. If yeah. I Ruled the World was a mega hit where he got to do his thing, like the way he rapped, and that turned into a, almost a number one Billboard hit. If not, if it wasn't, it definitely was. I don't... Yeah. It was? Okay, so I don't have that in front of my face in order to, uh, you know, give you that type of fact like that. So I don't want to, you know, just assume, but I'm pretty sure it was very, very high up on the Billboards. It was definitely one of Nas's biggest hits in his career. And man, man, I... Yeah, man, I just... I. Of course, I would love to hear another Miseducation, but let's be for real. Like That one is a standalone. It's probably one of the greatest albums ever recorded, whether it was rock, rap, pop, whatever the case may be. Uh, it peaked at number three on the Billboard chart. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Men can't handle if a woman takes the same liberties as them. Have you not been in college? Everybody <laughs> takes the same liberties with each other. Are you serious? Is Jasmine Sullivan's new EP, Hotels, the new Confessions album? This is my point. Okay. Right, so say, say for instance, if we're talking single single people, right? And single we're talking people. single people and, and having sex and introducing sex into dating. Mm -hmm. As a man... Your ideal situation would be that if I'm not exclusive with anybody, I can date and have sex with whoever I want. Of course. Right? Absolutely. And and that can be multiple women. At like, yo, I seen uh, Keisha on Monday. Keisha is not a real person. It's arbitrary. Right. But you know what I'm saying? I seen Keisha on Monday. I seen Shantae on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I had sex with both of them in the same week. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's cool. Right. And and look, both of them even know that I'm not exclusive with them. So they just got it in their head that I'm potentially somebody else. Now, say, oh, Keisha is like, I'm cool with that. But just know that I'm Brian and Tyrone as well. Why am I as a single man going to put any stipulation on who she's having sex with? And how does that make you a cuckold? Because you still choose to engage her, even though you know she's dealing with other men. Wait, I'm not talking about a single situation. I was talking about in a relationship. Okay, so, so I'm talking about I'm talking about like when you you're looking to be in a relationship with someone. Like, hey, I'm approaching you. I want to be with you. You say you want to be with me. What I'm saying, okay, but if we're going to do this, there's things that we have to give up, right? That's what I'm saying. Now, if you're in a dating situation, I see, look, I never complained about what you're doing when we're in a dating situation. I am making the complaint when we are both saying to each other, we should be with each other. Okay, we want to be with each other. Fine. Hey, some things you got going on, you got to stop. Some things I may have going on, I have to stop. But that's just what has to be. I don't think that's what she was. I think she was talking more so to my scenario in terms of being sexually liberated in a way where I can date multiple people and have sex with multiple people. You're not going to tell me that as a single man, 
that you you don't want some sort of ex- sexual exclusive exclusivity with the woman that you're having sex with. I don't have to I don't have to have that. It's all about what the the vibe is though, Hanif. I mean, I get what you said. So now you're talking about just single. So again, goes back to my joke when I said, have you ever been in college before? Because that's what that was. Single people out here doing whatever they wanted to do. So right. it, like I'm just saying that that's been done. I, I, like if, if we're still crying over that, I'm like, yo, what kind of what is going on? It's the men. I think it's the men trying to put women in these boxes and saying like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be exclusive with you because I'm a man and I'm out here sowing my royal oats, mm-hmm. but I don't want you f- nobody else. And women are trying to say, no, if you f- other people and we like, we, it's, we out here, we well, single. Uh, again, that's some brittle, that, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. My bad, bro, bro. No, nah, I mean, like, it's 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 a free-for-all. You can date whoever you want until you determine that we're going to be exclusive, right? And then you right. say to yourself, but see, this is where women always cheating comes in because nobody ever has that conversation, right? So what you do is you go from dating and everybody has their circle, the people that they're dealing with. So now you say, okay, we're going to be exclusive. You know what I'm saying? But you already tried to put that stipulation on her. So now she's like, I know he can't handle the fact that when I say I'm going to girls night, I'm really chilling with my man Tyrone, but I can't really tell him that because he's going to stop with me. Right. And this is in the dating talking so, stage. All right. So hey, hold on. Hold on. I want to, I want to, I want to make sure I go through, I want to go from your perspective because your POV, like your storyline is a little different from my storyline, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like I, like I want to ride with you though, because don't like, like I'm not really saying what you're saying. I'm I'm just basically saying that if you don't know that you have the liberties to do whatever you want sexually as a single woman, then you're not even a woman I want to date because you're like this is this is not 1974 anymore. Like I didn't seen sexual sexually liberated women in 2001. Okay, like this is I don't know why this is such an explosion in 2020, and if it is because men are finding some way to manipulate this idea that this is theirs and only theirs, but I have eight other theirs as well, then woman, what type of man are you choosing in 2020, 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, whenever this started to go this way? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Y'all are choosing the wrong men for a decade now. Are you serious? I'm just saying, it's so corny. I can't believe that women really believe that this is a, like an actual angle. So you are true because women, you know, you know, you know, women choose you, right? You do know this. You know, women choose the men that they want. You know sure. this, right? Oh, okay. Sure. Because because scientifically, scientifically, here's the thing: it's a physical attraction thing. You don't know nobody from the inside. You know somebody from what you see. Right. So it's it's a physical thing. So women. And yes, I can say this as like, you know, I'm a short person. So my my way of approaching women is very different. I am a high volume shooter. I have to talk to a lot of women to see if at least 10 women are like, yo, yeah, I'm down with that. Shit. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's say if I was a six footer, like I have like I'm going to have better approach. I'm going to have a better approach net of women coming towards me. I know it. You know what I'm saying? And these women may not know who I am. I could be a broke 6'1 person, but she likes what she sees. So she's going to go through the motion with me. 
And she may figure out that just because she likes me, I may not like her back. And I'm not telling her the truth. She's not telling me her truth. So now it's a it's a problem going on. That's what always happens. This is a relationship problem because people do not know what they want to do in a relationship when they with like they don't got to be with each other. But how, even if they're dating, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's not that men are just like yo. F- it. It's more of like yo. You choosing these dumb f- men? Like yo, it's other men that don't think like that. If you worried about egos, conquest, society, then you're not thinking enough of yourself, and that's sad. That's all I'm saying. But 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 I, you know, I I feel like society still has this. They put more of a moral compass on women, you know, from from parents to family. You know what I'm saying? Like and when you think about how boys are raised versus how girls are raised, there's nobody in support of a woman being sexually liberated except for her and her friends. You know what I'm saying? Her father is not cheering her on when she's like, yo, you you got four that's that's really feeling you. That's what's up. That's my girl. That's how you do it. Don't don't show nobody no love. But if his son was doing it, he's bigging that up like, yo, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? It's 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 ingrained in our society for women to be uh, pure. You know what I'm saying? And that's the underlying issue with everything. And what she's saying is that no matter what type of man you deal with, just to be honest, like if she's openly dealing with multiple men, you by design aren't even going to consider her to be a realistic partner. But you know hold on, but hold on, Defi- hold on. But I'm not, you can keep going. Just I have a question for you. Define realistic partner. A wife. A wife. So say for instance, you date a woman. She's right? a wife now. Oh, you talking about like do I can I look at her as a potential wife? Correct. That's what you say. Okay, now now you know that's no disrespect. That's a rushed mindset. If I just meet you, let's so like if I just meet you. And even if I do tell my friends, like, you know how we talk as men, you'd be like, oh, is she wifey material? Something like that. And okay, I found out that she's talking to other men. I mean, okay, but like, okay, when are we find, when am, when am I finding this out? Because no one's, see, the problem with this is that no one's honest. This woman ain't going to tell me on the first date. No, but say- She probably won't even tell. She probably just me already and didn't even want to say nothing. But but say for instance everybody's open and honest, right? So we 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 dating mm-hmm. first second date we having conversations okay. and you know everybody's open. Yes, I am seeing other people. Right. She's like, okay, yes, I'm seeing other people. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be explicit, but you right, could assume right. that right. somebody's other people, right? Right. So then now y'all start a sexual relationship. There's no conversation about whether y'all going to be exclusive sexual partners or not. Mm -hmm. So you know is that one weekend you trying to check like, yo, you want to kick it with me this weekend? And she's like, no, I got other plans. If she's going out and dealing with another man and say she's honest with you about that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, well, one of my one of my guy friends is taking me out of town. And we're going to spend the weekend together. I just wanted to be upfront and honest with you about that. At that moment, you are going to cross her off as a potential wife. I guarantee it. Say the last part again, like, like, like to, to, to the part where you made sure that I would say I wouldn't make her my wife. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I like what you just said. I just, just let me hear that part one more time. Though. Like the scenario. I like it. No, I like it. That was smart. That was do it again. Do it again. All right, so you dating a woman mm-hmm. and you go to, you 
call her up to see what her plans is for next weekend because you want to do something nice for her. How, long, how said, long am I in this? How long is how long am I in this relationship? Is this one month, two months, three months? What's going on here? Y'all been y'all been y'all already started fucking. Y'all been dating for a few months. Y'all fucking. Mm-hmm. Y'all have an intimate relationship. Y'all been spending a lot of time together. Okay, okay. This one this one particular weekend, you like, hey, what's up? What's your plans for you know next weekend? And right. she's like. Well, I actually had plans with another one of my friends. He's taking me out of town. Um, so I'm going to spend a weekend with him. So I'm going to be off the radar for that weekend. Just to let you know, I want to be upfront and honest with you because I care about you. Gotcha. At, at that moment, uh-huh. you, you would not end up in a serious relationship with that woman. You'll, you'll change the trajectory of that relationship. Um, and what's wrong with that, by the way? Because what? Because if you're interested in her, right, mm-hmm. and y'all are y'all are dating and y'all are enjoying each other's time, mm-hmm. what what does her dealing with another man? What implications does that have for you? Oh, I see where you're going. See, okay, let me let me enlighten you, my friend. Okay, I got you. So, yes, I can change the pace of the relationship, but that doesn't mean I stop seeing her. No, but you're not gonna consider her. You would I would I couldn't see you saying, listen. You're moving too fast on that though. No disrespect. I think that saying like to put that like on, on some real shit, If you meet a woman, just like a woman meets a man that is open enough to say that she's dating other people, especially during a time where we're being more intimate than what we used to be, then you have to consider her actions as okay, you know what? Maybe I'm moving too fast trying to get her to be with me. If she's still running around, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can have that conversation with her. Like, yo, you ever thought about us being together? Like, I, but I think that that question needs to be there first before you just start diving well, in and diving in. But before no, you just out. do that. Uh-huh. What, in, in that situation, listen, because up until this point, there was no discussion of y'all being exclusive. Okay. Now you find out there's another man in the picture. Now you like, oh. I want to. I want to be exclusive now because you want to stop her from seeing that other man. Oh, it's not because okay, you're. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's not because you're generally wanting to be exclusive with her because if that was the case, you would have already made that move or had that conversation. And that's a bad mindset by a man. A man should not be on it like that. That's where mm-hmm. you have to change the transition. Oh, she's seeing other people. Oh, and she's she's willing to spend a weekend with a motherfucker, and she's off the radar, and she's definitely going to call me in a couple of days anyway. Oh, nah. See, this is the Love Joan problem. This is the <laughs> thing that happened in Love Joan because she f***ed old boy when she went down there like a dummy. Right. Like, a, no, like a dummy. No, let's but, no, let's, re- let's rewind and say it again. Like a dummy. It wasn't like a dummy. It was real. It was, oh, no. That, it was, that was the real thing real. that would happen yeah, in real, that scenario. No, it was. It's a real dummy move, though. Still <laughs> dummy. Still she dummy. Still en- she still ended up with him. He was still mature enough to after, where after how long looked, after how long past that after how long how long what you mean what you when mean? she came how long? when she came back bro how long did it take for them to really get back though remember they they got mad with each other left because of all that shit, bro i'm trying to, this is what i'm trying to help you understand i get what you're saying but please understand what i'm saying as well and add both of them together because we're going to get to what it equal to what you just said is fine. They got back together, true. But then they had complications, problems because of that underlying stuff. She went out with Bill Bellamy and she wasn't trying to like f- Bill Bellamy. She was just, you know, she, she wanted to be around the, the friends again. But again, she, she couldn't be super honest about it. So it turned into like some 
funny, dumb date because Bill Bellamy is a motherfucker that would have dated her and would have tried his best to fuck her, even though in his mind, he shouldn't know that's Lorenz Tate shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, the point I'm making with all that is they wound up, you know, having a reconciliation, but they still wound up getting mad, slammed the door on each other and left. And even on the last day that she was about to move, you know, leave off, he missed her. He tried to drive off, you know, because at the end of the day, of course he loved her. But it's too much bad blood that went on. That real thing that happened was real dumb of her. She could have went, but she ain't had to go f*** him. I get that. Okay, that's what basically can always happen. But these are the mind... Just hear me out. This is the mindset that needs to stop, though. Seriously. And, and, and I agree. The men, our mindset as men, we have to hold ourselves accountable True. in that situation because what he could have done is if, if Lorenz Tate in that moment was like, yo, nah, I'm not cool with that. She probably wouldn't have went back. Right, but he didn't know what to say because they're in a dating situation. You, you know what I mean? You got to keep it. Look, that's, that's the problem with this, with this set. Like with women jumping up and accusing men for their lack of sexual liberation, instead of looking in the mirror at their own sexual liberation, that f***s up the dilemma because she could have easily said, yo, I, I'm, I'm going down here. I know this is my ex, but it's his family, da 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 I am not f***ing this motherfucker. I'm just going down there. There's a lot of support. I'm coming right back to you, boo. But she ain't say it like that. You don't mind, do you? Like It's like some stupid shit. It's a guessing game because people do not know how to communicate. A lot of women that choose these men Probably a lot of your Facebook friends, probably. The men that they choose probably do not know how to communicate, do not have no sense of articulation. No, 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 no. No. What I'm saying is that that's a rare situation where all three men know that they're dealing with this woman mm -hmm. and she's compartmentalizing it like, yo, you, you know I only see you on Friday and Saturday Monday and Tuesdays reserved for him. Mm. Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? If she compartmentalized that and everybody's aware of it, most men's ego cannot handle that. I mean, you don't think so? I don't think most men's ego can handle it. So, okay. All right. So, give me a, well, give me a scenario. So, a woman told me that, you know, Nas, Nasua, whatever the f I am, you know what I'm saying? Yo, young man, you have my availability on Monday and Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. But I want you to know that don't call me on Wednesday, Thursday, because that's for Hanif. Right. I'm okay with that. Okay. Like, I got Monday and Tuesday. I'm fine. I don't... Like, what is the problem here? Seriously. Like, what type of men are women talking to? Wow. Like, I can't believe that this because is going here, on. Here's the here's the... The, the normal thing of what happens is that when a man knows he's only Monday and Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He typically sh shuts off his pursuit in a certain way. Like, so if he's comfortable with, all right, I got a Monday and Tuesday and we just having sex, I'm going to compartmentalize that. You know what I'm saying? But with Whereas, every choice, there's consequences. In life, that's just life, man. Choices and consequences. If, you get, if you're only giving me two days and you are someone that I really, really like, I like, I like, I like, and this is where emotions are something that people are trying to lessen of themselves because think about it. I may like you more than you like me. Mm -hmm. 
So if I exercise too much lust for you, that you're not even basically reciprocating back to me, I'm going to look like a fool. I need to, I honestly may have to suppress that because, hey, at the end of the day, I still got two days out the week. So if anything, if, don't just hit me out. If anything, whenever I'm ready to be done with this, I could just be like, yo, I gave somebody the Monday and Tuesdays you gave me. So I guess this is it. I'll see you later. It wasn't good, good to meet you. Right. That, and, and, but that has to be that. And it can't be some mean, atrocious towards either sex at this point. I mean, right. it's mutual. We got to get back to mutual, not who who's the pro and who's the con, just mutual benefit. Yeah. We don't have that anymore because we're, it's not science anymore. It's so much. When you have money and Bitcoin and house and it's just so many different things that's not to the science of who you're physically attracted to. So, so back to the original clipping where she says it's our fault too. I think that's a lesson in accountability for women where she's saying you, we, they do have to stop telling men that this is theirs exclusively and it not being exclusive. But right? it's, 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 come on some real shit. Honestly, if you check out how she said it, she said it at the end real quick. Like, oh yeah, you know, we got our faults too. Like, that's what it sound like though. It's condescending as but it's just a competition mindset, right? The only reason why we care, listen, you care about, say for instance, the situation where like, all right, Monday, you got Monday and Tuesday, I got Wednesday and Thursday, so my mm. got Friday and Saturday and she do self-care on Sundays, right? right? Mm-hmm. Say for instance, she switched it up and was like, yo, I'm actually giving Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday to Hanif now. Okay. And now I'm reducing you down to Monday. Okay. Right? Right. Yeah, your ego could not handle that. So you, first of all, can you ask me that instead of like assuming <laughs> that? Because that's wild right. crazy. That's not nice. Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. For, for radio purposes, I'm, I, I, I'm cool with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, as a human being, I'm like, yo, why are you doing that to me? Like, why are you forcing an idea on top of my mind like that? Like, okay. like you would so, do that shit. No, I would not. Like, would you stop? That's not nice. <laughs> all right. So if she, if she reduced you down to just Monday, right. you like, like, what would your feelings be? No, no, just, but tell me, but tell me what you what you thought my feelings should be, so I can see whether where, where you going with. I, I might have been projecting onto you because as a man, for me personally, if if I know I got two days and I've already made myself fine with like, yo, this is just my two days, and then she says that she's reducing my days and giving it to somebody else, I'm gonna feel like I'm losing now. Like I'm gonna not feel like there's an equitable share. So now. I'm being pushed down the rung. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, and, I'm, and in mm-hmm. that instance, I'm my mind is like, okay, well, I do. I want to continue to be in this situation because I don't want to lose my spot to another. <laughs> if I gotta already share my spot with an, <laughs> I don't want to lose ground okay. at the same time. Okay, so, so, now so I hear me out. Mm-hmm. So, so hear me out. What you have is a competitive mindset. That's mm-hmm. fine. Nothing wrong with that. Here's something that you also should know. You're not less of a man for not having a competitive mindset when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Is two streets to there's two two streets to walk on on that one because I am the type of person that not going. I don't need to compete with another man for your affection. You already know what you're doing, right? You already made the decision that you 
reduce my day. Now, I want to tell you something. I'm going to give you a quick story. Quick, very quick. Not even a story. Quick, real quick. The woman I used to uh, be with before I wound up working at Dish Network, that's the one I wound up uh, having some money. This woman, I broke up with her the first, my first day of working at Dish Network. I just couldn't take it. Like I was unemployed for like two months with this woman and I was just mad and she just kept bothering me. It wasn't her fault. It just, I didn't like the communication. Like I'm upset with myself. She's upset that I'm upset with myself. I don't want to put that on nobody. I'm like, we just got to, I can't do this with you. I called her, broke up with her. Let me tell you something, bro. So maybe like four or five months later, I got myself together, bought my Monte Carlo, whatever the case may be. And then I did hit her back up because I felt better about myself. Right. Oh, yo, what's good? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? I, yo, let me tell you, I even did some, I, well, I'm, I'm going to keep it real because they ain't going to go on a podcast maybe. Who knows? <laughs> she called me the next day. Was like, yo, was that you? I was like, yeah, that was me. I was going to stop by, say hello, but I see you was busy. She was like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? But she was like, you're not mad because you know I could do what I want. I'm like, well, I got nothing I can say. Right. You know what I mean? Now, I just want to say all that because here's the thing. I realized why she was around me. Like, like we got started going back around each other. Cause I, I did like her. Don't get me wrong, I ain't like her like her, but I liked her enough to want I wanted to. And <laughs> she was like, yo. Why did you break up with me? I never told her. I ain't tell her for like seven more months. But then I just got aggravated with her and I just told her. And you know what she did when she found out? She left. She wanted to just know. If I would have told her the day I broke up with her, why I broke up with her, right? I would have never, I would have never heard from her again, which is fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you got to take, like, that's the point that I'm making. Like, you got to take the consequences to these things. Right. Like, it, like, everybody, human emotions are different. But we're acting, we're being so competitive about it. Like, oh, I'll show more emotion. I mean, I show less emotion than you. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I'm more. Some women be like, I'm more of a man than you, motherfucker. Like, it's some crazy, stupid shit that doesn't matter. If you just tell me what it is. Yo, honestly, if a woman, so I, the reason why I said all that is, Let's say a woman did reduce my day. I could do two things. I could do two things. It's a red pill, blue pill. It's just like the Matrix. Because one yeah. way you can be like, all right, I'm going to ask her, hey, uh, Belinda, listen, why did you reduce my day? May I know? And she could tell you anything. She could be like, yo, I don't like your small energy. Or I don't like what you did last week. Or, yo, when I asked you to cash at me $60 for something, you gave me 30 Like, I wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She could say, I'm just saying, she could say anything, right? Right. She can say anything, right? But here's the thing. If you got that information, you could do one or two things. Because if, you know, you can either step your game up or whatever she's, you know, is upset about. Or you could be like, oh, well, I think the one day we'll get Right. But it's a red pill, blue pill to things. It's not just this one way and just, you, you know, drilling science on people. Because I get it. There's a lot of men that do some bull, but I don't get mad at it. You know why? Because these women pick them. Yeah. So it's like, yo, like, yo, look yourself in the mirror before you start talking that dumb shit. I, I, no disrespect to this. I feel it because I feel Jasmine Sullivan's style and her music because it is pro-woman centric. I give it up. Please subscribe and download to The Late Night Flight on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Every subscription helps us towards our efforts in having a career in podcast radio broadcasting. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here.